Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Haprasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. In fact, I have many things to do in my life. As you know that I'm a neurosurgeon by background. I can go out and make money on Sunday, cut a few heads, <laughs> cut a few backs. <laughs> but I decide to serve God. And I told the Lord that if I'm going to serve you, I want to do the real stuff. I don't want to have a just bandage and do, you know, just churchy, religious thing. I want to do real stuff. I want to see the change in people's life. I want the full 1,000% Christianity, Book of Acts Christianity. The time of Jesus was walking on earth. No time to play game. No time to play church and try to make a church like, to please people's flesh. We want the reality of Christianity. Amen? Amen? Otherwise, I just go back and just cut on somebody's head on Sunday. Why am I here? I'm here because I'm serious about the kingdom of God. Amen? Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you ready for the word of God? Amen. Today we will lay hands on people as usual. We believe that we cannot have only good fellowship, good praise and worship, and good word. But we need the power of the Holy Spirit. If you doubt or you have questions about laying on of hands and about the Holy Spirit, I want to ask you to talk to God yourself and see what Jesus did 2,000 years ago. In fact, when Jesus was walking on earth, I want to say Jesus had a touching ministry. He touched Peter's mother-in-law. He touched the kids. He lay hand all the time. He spoke and touched and spoke and touched. All the time throughout his three and a half years of ministry, he spoke to the wind, he spoke to demons, and he touched people, and miracles happened. And that we should do, because Jesus said that, the work that I do, you shall do also, and greater works than this you shall do. So it's normal to lay hand, it's normal to speak blessing and command things in the church by the voice of the anointed man or anointed woman. And you can do the same thing to your wife, to your husband, to your kids. You go home and lay hand to your kids and speak blessing to them. And we practice that because it's in the Bible. Amen? If I don't lay hand, if I don't impart the Holy Spirit on people, and, and in fact, the Holy Spirit is the key, the most important person in the whole world for Christians. If we don't allow the Holy Spirit to fill us, we are not wise. If we are wise people, we must welcome the Holy Spirit. Amen? So that's why our church don't want to steal your blessing. We want to bless everybody. Amen? By the impartation and the touching of the Holy Spirit. You see the change already within a few months. A man who used to have idolatry of all this worldly music, he was changed by one touch of the hand of Jesus. Amen? Today we will continue to talk about fruitfulness. And again, the teaching today is very spiritual. So I want to warn you ahead of time that you need to stay awake and listen to my accent carefully. I thank God that I have an accent so that you cannot fall asleep. Sometimes I speak wrong accent in Thai way to wake you up and you can hear what I say clearly. And if you can even have questions what you're talking about, you can come and ask me. If you don't understand my accent, amen? But I want you to stay awake. Again, our church 
has the goal to train all of you spiritually. We have only a few minutes on Sunday to teach you spiritual thing, and we want to train you to be spiritual people, because you cannot learn that from University of Washington. You cannot learn that from North Seattle Community College. You learn how to walk spiritually in the church, and we need to train you how to walk spiritually. It's very important. We have learned about fruitfulness, and God wants us to be fruitful. I would like to read a couple of scriptures for the review. John chapter 15 verses 1 to 2. I am the true vine, and my Father is the vine dresser. Every branch in me that does not bear fruit, He takes away. And every branch that bears fruit, he prunes that it may bear more fruit. From this scripture, we can see that it's God's idea, it's God's expectation that every single Christian, not only the pastor, not only the preacher, not only the people who go to Bible school, every Christian, young or old, great or little, or new believers or old believers, God wants Every Christian to be fruitful, to produce fruit, and to produce more fruit each year. We should not be the type of Christian who sit around the church doing nothing and are entangled by the the worries and the concern of the world and just worry about what we're going to eat tomorrow, what kind of job I'm going to have, and just thinking about my job, my money, my things, my own comfort. But we should think about how we can be fruitful for the kingdom of God. We have learned so many lessons from the camp, and I would like to encourage you to get the MP3 or get the MP3 track CD to burn and listen to all those teachings. Listen again and again and again, because it will change your life. We need to be renewed in our mind to become more like Christ. We have the mind of Christ through the Word of God. Amen? Many times when I see people miss church on Sunday, as a pastor, I really feel bad for them because they miss the teaching. And sometimes some of the teaching can be a key to your life that will change your life forevermore. But they miss that. So I pray that you will not miss any teaching on Sunday or miss church if possible. Amen. Last week I went out of town and I still went to church. I don't want to miss anything. We went out for vacation and we still went to church and God is so gracious to us. I was sitting there in the front and suddenly the pastor came to me and prophesied over me. He didn't even know me. He prophesied over me and we all have tears and wow, this is amazing. He prophesied only to three people and I was one of them. So God is really gracious because we are seeking the Lord. Amen. We want to be fruitful. I want to read from Second Peter chapter 1, verses 1 to 2. Simon Peter, a born servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who have obtained like precious faith, everyone say faith, with us by the righteousness of our God and Savior Jesus Christ, grace and peace be multiplied to you in the knowledge of God and of Jesus our Lord. Every time you read the Bible, when the Bible says in the knowledge of God, we are not talking about hate knowledge. God talk in the Bible about knowing God personally. Have a personal relationship with God. Like I don't have a hate knowledge about Pasada, but I really know her. When her eyes touch my eyes, we look, I know right away she is happy or she's upset about me. So I know her. I know what she likes. I know what she wants to do. That is the knowledge of Pasada, not the hate knowledge, but really have a personal relationship 
and knowing my God. Amen. God wants us to know Him, and we want to have a personal relationship with Him. Verses three to eight: As His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness through the knowledge of Him who called us by glory and virtue, by which. Have been given to us exceedingly great and precious promises, that through this you may be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped from the corruption that is in the world through lust. But also for this very reason, giving all diligence, everyone says all diligence. In an NIV version, say make every effort. Mean we have to do the best we can. Give all of you to something. Giving all diligence, add to your faith. Everyone say, add to my faith. God expects us to have faith. That is the foundation. We need to have faith, and from that faith, we add something. The Apostle Peter talked about seven things that we have to add to our faith. Add to your faith virtue, to virtue knowledge, to knowledge self-control. To self-control, perseverance. To perseverance, godliness. To godliness, brotherly kindness. And to brotherly kindness, love. For if these things are yours, if these seven things with faith, faith come first, and you add seven things are yours and abound, you will be neither barren nor unfruitful in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ. The Bible says clearly that if we make every effort, if we give all our diligence to add virtue, knowledge, godliness, brotherly kindness, love, perseverance, self-control, these seven things to faith, we will not be barren. What does it mean, barren? Unfruitful, no fruit. But we will be fruitful. From this Sunday on, I will talk about these seven things. How to add these seven things into your life so that you can be fruitful? In Second Peter chapter one verses nine to ten, the Bible continues to say, "For he who lacks these things is short-sighted. For those who lack these seven things are short-sighted, even to blindness, and have forgotten that he was cleansed from his old sin. Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent to make your call and election sure." For if you do these things, if you do do these seven things, you will never stumble. If you add to your faith these seven things, you shall not fall. You shall not be barren. You shall not be unfruitful. But your life will be powerful. Your life will be fruitful. Will be productive for the kingdom of God. Every Christian has a call of God upon his or her life. And God warns us here that after God cleanses, after God purchases from all the sin and all the bondage and demonic power, we need to stay focused on fulfilling the calling in our life. I have the calling, even though by profession I'm a neurosurgeon. Even though Pastor Da is a housewife, she has a calling. Every one of us has a calling, and we need to fulfill the calling. To be fruitful in our calling, God gives us different gifts and abilities and supernatural talents, so that we can fulfill the calling. But in order to fulfill that calling, we need to start with faith, and add on to faith seven things: virtue, knowledge, self-control, perseverance, godliness, 
brotherly kindness and love. And we should find out how we're going to add these seven things into our life and walk in it every single day. Faith, virtue, perseverance, godliness, kindness, and love. All these things we're going to talk in detail in the next few months or few weeks. Amen. In verses 10 to 11, the Bible says, Therefore, brethren, be even more diligent. Wow. God said, be more diligent to make your call and election sure. For if you do this, you will never stumble or fall. For so an entrance will be supplied to you. God is going to open the door of supply to you abundantly into the everlasting kingdom of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. God said that if we decide to be fruitful and add all these things and live according to these things, God can open the entrance of blessing flow into us so that we can become more fruitful. And not only that, in the everlasting kingdom, do you know that after we die, how many people believe that time is short on earth here? Amen. I remember I and Pastor Da were only 15 years old. Just only a blinking of the eyes. I was chasing after her when I was 15. Don't do like me. Okay, at that time I was not a believer. So I saw a beautiful girl walk by my house. I just, oh, wow. Wow! <laughs> only a short period now, we almost half of our life now. I expect 120 years old. So I'm not 60 yet. So almost half now. So it's so fast. Time runs so fast. And only in a few blinkings of the eyes, we're going to stand before the throne of Jesus. And on that day, we're going to all pass through the fire of tests. And if we serve God and we live our life for our selfishness, our flesh, our sinful desire, and we don't obey the Holy Spirit, all the things we do on earth will be burned by fire. And we're going to go to heaven empty-handed. But if we live our life according to calling, and we really live our life obeying the Holy Spirit, then we're going to enter heaven glistening, shining like gold and silver and precious stones, and we have abundant rewards in heaven. How many people want to go into heaven with glistening, like a glistening gold and shining stone? How many people want to do that? So you should listen to this series of teaching, how to be fruitful on earth here. Today we're going to talk about the first thing, virtue. Virtue. In Second Peter chapter 1, verse 3, I read one more time. As His divine power has given to us all things that pertain to life and godliness, through the knowledge of Him, through knowing God, through having relationship with God, who called us by glory and virtue. You can see that God expects us to live in the glory of God, in the tangible presence of God. And not only that, we need to understand virtue because He called us to have virtue, add to our faith virtue. And not only that, He called us by glory and virtue. What does virtue mean? It means excellence. Everyone says excellence. Our God is the excellent God. Jesus has the excellent name. The Holy Spirit is the excellent Holy Spirit. And if we have that nature in us, we shall be definitely fruitful. Excellence means superior. It means to surpass. 
It means to go beyond normal. It means to outdo above the norm. The best of the best is excellence. And how can we be living the life of excellence? In order to live a life of excellence, we cannot do by our own strength. We cannot do by our head knowledge and our diploma on the wall that we went through many Bible school or went to many Bible classes. We cannot live an excellent life by our own knowledge and intellectual ability. But we need to be hooked up to the spirit of excellence. The Holy Spirit is the excellent spirit. The wisdom of God is excellent and surpassing all the wisdom of man. He knows everything. He knows more than what we know. So in order to live an excellent life, we need to be filled with the Holy Spirit and we need to walk with the Spirit of the living God. And then He can lead us to the level above the norm, above the normal level of mankind. Amen? We have within us the excellent Spirit. And if we have the excellent Spirit and walk with Him, sloppiness and laziness will not happen in our life. We will be very diligent people. We will be excellent people. Do everything in the excellent way. We as Christians should pursue the Lord until we can live an excellent life like Him. This is a question people say. I don't think I could ever pray enough. I don't think I could ever worship enough. I don't think I could ever read the Bible enough. That is the question in our mind. What is enough? What is excellent for us, for each individual? Do we pray enough? Should we pray all day long? And is that called excellent? I want to explain today what does it mean, excellence, because many people misunderstand. First of all, I want to say this. Our Lord is not unreasonable. Everyone say, our Lord is not unreasonable. Do you know that He realized that we need to wake up and go to work. He knows that we need to take our kids to school. He knows that we need to take a shower, wash our hair, and get dressed. He knows that we need to spend time with our spouse and family. He knows that we need to cut grasses at our home, wash dishes, cook, clean, and go to bed and have some vacation. He knows that we, our life is not just about reading the Bible. We need to go to care group and meet people, encourage people. He knows that sometimes we need to visit people in the hospital. He is not unreasonable. He knows. He, and he does not expect us to read the Bible whole day long and never take a shower, never eat, and never spend time with our husband and our wife. He knows that our life is full of many, many things. He is not unreasonable God. So what is the question is, when we say excellent, it, does it mean we read the Bible 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, and do nothing else? Or we pray and kneel on the couch and pray 24 hours a day, and 7 days a week, and do nothing else? Let the whole world collapse, and I'm not getting involved with anybody. Is that excellence? No. Can we praise God all day long, lift our hand up and say, Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. All day long, is that excellence? 24 hours a day that we lift our hand and say, Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Hallelujah. No, that is not excellence in the eyes of God. How can we know what is enough? What is excellent for us? Is excellent for you the same as mine? No. And is excellent for me today 
the same as next year? No. Excellence in the eyes of God for each individual is different. Amen. Don't push somebody else to do the same thing you do, because we are all different. So excellence for each individual for an in a giving time, given situation, given ministry is different. So therefore, don't judge each other. But what we need to do is we ourselves seek the Holy Spirit and let Him lead us to the excellence for us in that particular time, particular ministry, particular family situation, and we seek the excellence of God. Before I go on, I want to say this: in order to seek the excellence, there are two issues here. Certain issues are very uh, long-term outcome. For example, who you marry to is a big deal. Definitely, this is the big issue that you need to make sure you know that the Holy Spirit leads you to marry the right person, because there is no divorce. That is long term. You need to seek the excellent spouse for you. Your excellent spouse may not be excellent for me. You see my point? So certain issue you have to wait on the Lord and seek the excellent for you. Oh, another issue: buying a house. It's not easy to sell and buy and sell and buy. Not like clothes. You know, you buy and you just throw away. You buy new clothes. But to buy a house, to marry, or to find a good church to be a member, you don't want to hop from church to church every three months. You want to make sure you root in that church and make sure you are in the church of excellence for you. This kind of issue you need to pray and seek God carefully because you cannot change it quickly. But in other areas, God will move you from step. To step in year 2010, the excellence for you here. Year 2011, the excellence for you is here. God gonna lead you from step to step. The excellence for your particular time in your life will be there for you, but you need to seek the excellence for you for that particular time. When the time move on, you go to next excellence. So there are two things here: things that quite fixed like marriage, and things that keep moving. You understand what I'm trying to say here? When we talk about excellence. There will be moving things that moving from one level to another level, but other things like buying a house, joining the church, getting married, or finding a very close friend is different issue. You need to really pray very carefully. How would we know what is excellent for us in a particular given time of our life? We know by being led by the Spirit of the Living God, because He knows everything about us. He knows what is excellent for us. He is the excellent spirit, and if we can follow him every single day, we gonna eventually come to the place of excellence in every area of our life. Excellence is superior, go beyond. So we need to come to him and seek his direction. Again, I want to say, God is not unreasonable. God, maybe today excellent for you is to read the Bible for half an hour. And then you have to go out and visit somebody, go encourage some brother and sister. Maybe tomorrow, excellent for you to read the Bible is one hour. Each day, God gives you excellence for your life, for your time, how you spend your time, how you spend your energy. God gonna direct you. You need to listen to the Holy Spirit. God knows what is best for you. He knows everything about you. He will lead you if you follow Him. That's why. As Christian, we need to be humble. We need to seek to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Whenever the Holy Spirit can touch us and fill us, we run for it. 
because we need much grace from the Holy Spirit in living an excellent life, and we need to be following Holy Spirit all the time, listening to Him all the time. When the Holy Spirit speak to us, He speak to our heart. He doesn't speak to our head. Don't follow your head because His ways are higher than man's way. Don't follow your head, but follow the heart here because the Holy Spirit will speak to the heart. And once you get to the excellent place for your life, you will sense the satisfaction. Everyone say satisfaction. Satisfaction in the spirit. I have been serving God for 30 years, and I noticed that every single year God has led me from here to here to here to here. I follow the Holy Spirit every single year, starting from knowing the word in the Baptist church, and then being filled with the Holy Spirit, speaking in tongue. And God lead me to the excellent part of my life, to discipleship, making how to plant church and make disciple. And then God led me to know about the file of God. And then God led me to know about demonology and casting out demons. That so many people need deliverance and casting out demons. And then God lead me to many many areas. God led me to the excellence of my life each year. So we need to be led by God to the excellence of each year. The same thing with my job. Even parking little things. I remember we drove into Costco in Oahu, and then we saw a parking, and the Lord said, "No, that is not the excellent place for you. Keep going." So we keep going, and eventually we find the parking close to the door. So that is an excellent parking for us. We went to Chinatown in Oahu. I was driving in the parking lot, but we have to pay, and the Lord spoke to all of us, "No, this is not for you." I have an excellent parking for the son and the daughter of the king of the whole world. His name is Jesus. So we got out of parking and we wait for the Holy Spirit to show us the excellent parking. And you know what happened? We want to eat fur, so we drove by that fur restaurant, and then somebody point finger to the parking for us. It's amazing. People point parking for us. We feel like we are the son and daughter of the king of the whole universe. The point of, and that parking is only next door to that fur restaurant. So we got the best parking, the excellent parking, because the Holy Spirit was leading us to the excellent parking. Single in this room, wait on God to lead you to the excellent spouse for you. If you are buying a house, wait for God to lead you to the excellent house for you. Don't rush. Get the leading of the Holy Spirit, and eventually He's going to lead you to the excellent for your life. Please bring your relationship with the Holy Spirit to everywhere you go, driving, your workplace, your job, your vacation, your ministry, your relationship. Many years ago, I was thinking that I was a good husband already, but in fact, years after years, the Holy Spirit began to show me. That I still can grow more and become better husband. You see, God want me to be the excellent husband, so that our marriage relationship will be better and will be fruitful. So God still lead me to higher level of excellence. He has excellent for me every single year as a husband, for Pastor as a wife, as parents. We want to be an excellent parents. So the Holy Spirit will lead us. He knows what is best for us. How much we need to do, what we need to settle down, should be led by the Holy Spirit. We should pursue Him, pursue God, and follow the Holy Spirit every single day. He's gonna tell us how much we need to pray each day. He's gonna tell us how much we should read the Bible. 
what church we should join in, what house we should buy, because he knows better than us. He knows what is best, what is excellent for our life, what is excellent is for our life. Just follow him. But in order to do that, what we need to do is to be persistent, be patient, and walk by faith. Maybe you have seen 39 houses if you want to buy a house. But deep in your spirit, the Holy Spirit say, no, don't settle yet. This is not the excellent house you want to buy. Don't be pressured by human being. Don't be pressured by deadline. Don't be pressured by anybody, but listen to the Holy Spirit all the days of your life. If God doesn't give you satisfaction or peace in your heart, don't settle until you find the excellence for your life. Amen? Let the Holy Spirit lead you. You need to be patient. Don't let the flesh lead you. Don't let your brain lead you. Let the Holy Spirit lead you. Be persistent. Keep pursuing God. Keep waiting on God. Keep being patient until God say, this is it. This is where you need to live. This is the church you need to be in. This is the ministry you need to do. Keep pursuing God until God gives you satisfaction in your heart. Ephesians chapter 3 verse 20. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ask and think. So we need to pursue God. He's going to give us abundantly and exceedingly excellent for our life. If we don't give up, if we don't quit, we stay on the course, just follow God, trust God, and don't quit, and don't give up on what God called us to do. Wait on God, be patient. Don't settle for less, but settle for the best. Settle for the excellence of our life that God has prepared for us. Because our God is the excellent God. Proverbs chapter 8, verse 6, the Bible says, Listen, for I will speak of excellent things, and from the opening of my mouth will come right things. God say He's going to tell you excellent things for you. Listen to God, being led by God. Isaiah 12, verse 5, Sing to the Lord, for He has done excellent things. This is known in all the earth. Isaiah 28, 29, This also comes from the Lord of hosts, who is wonderful in counsel and excellent in guidance. We need to follow God and let God lead us, give us wonderful counsel. He give us excellent guidance. Don't stop until He said, this is it for you. Don't settle for the less. Amen. Don't camp around, yeah, it is good enough for me for now. No, don't camp around, it is good enough. Let's pursue the excellence that God has prepared for us or installed for us. Pursue the Holy Spirit, following the Holy Spirit. And God will tell us as a witness of the Holy Spirit on the inside here what we need to do, where we should stop, where we should camp around. If God doesn't say, stop here, keep pursuing the excellent thing for our life. Amen? In order to do that, the Bible says in James chapter 1, verse 4, But let patience have its perfect work that you may be perfect and complete, lacking nothing. The problem of our flesh is impatience. I want it now. I want it now. So I'm not going to wait on God. But the Bible says, let the patient finish its work. We need to be patient. 
if we don't see the excellent thing in our life yet, we should be patient. Keep following God until God show us the excellence in that particular situation, particular condition that we are seeking God for. Amen. Everyone says patience. If you are patient, you will live a life of complete and perfect excellence of God. Amen. How many people want to pursue excellence in everything? Be an excellent husband. Be an excellent wife. Be an excellent minister of the gospel. Let us be the excellent church. Pursue what God has for our church. Be an excellent employee. Excellent member of the local church. Amen. Be an excellent citizen. Let the Holy Spirit lead us. In Hebrews chapter 11 verse 4, By faith, Abel offered to God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and through it, he being dead still speaks. Many thousand years later, in 21st century, we still talk about Abel. Why we still talk about Abel? Because Abel has achieved excellent offering to the Lord. How did he do it? He did it by faith. Faith is very important to pursue the excellence of God. We need to have faith that God is real. Amen? We have to have faith that God is existent and the Holy Spirit is real in our life and He is the excellent Spirit. We need to believe and trust God that He will lead us to the excellent thing for our life. We need to walk by faith and trust God, trust Him with all our heart and not depend on our own understanding. If we want to have excellence, what happens is that the devil will try to do everything to put doubt in your heart. Oh no, there's no excellence for you. Just settle for this little thing. Just settle here. Don't move on. Don't pursue the excellent thing from God. Oh, your own feeling. You go by your feeling. Oh, I feel good here. I'm going to settle down here. Don't walk by sight. Don't go by what you see. Sometimes you may see things outwardly look nice, but the Holy Spirit may say, don't go for it. Wait patiently. I will give you another one better. Don't go by what you see. Don't go by what you feel. Don't go by what your head say. Don't go by what other people hate say. Don't go by foolish talk of people. Just listen to the Holy Spirit. This is my job as a pastor. I'm not teaching you to depend on man. But I'm teaching you to be hooked up to the Holy Spirit. You all can hear the voice of the Holy Spirit. He is the best one to know what is best for your life, not even me. But if the Holy Spirit speaks to you and to me, we're going to have the same answer. Amen? So, that's why we train members to be spiritual, to be hooked up to the Holy Spirit and let Him lead you. He will tell you that it's not right. If you listen to Him in the little, little things, He can help you in the big things. And sometimes big things means life. People may die because they don't listen to the Holy Spirit. Maybe you say, excellent thing is to go on the helicopter to have fun today. But the, the Holy Spirit say, no, the excellent thing for you today is to go to Hanama Bay to snorkel. And if you don't listen to him and you go on, on that helicopter and the helicopter crash, you die. Because you don't seek the excellent thing for your life. Actually, two days ago, there was a helicopter crash and five people died. Pastor Da and I read the newspaper. We thank God we did not go on to the helicopter that week. 
God tell us what is the excellent thing for us, and sometimes it's a big deal. If we listen to the guidance of God, we will save ourselves from a lot of heartache, problems, and pr- a lot of burdens in our life. I have made mistake too myself. I have followed my flesh, listen to people instead of listening to the Holy Spirit. Many times, I don't want to tell you all the detail. I think you can identify with me. Sometimes the flesh is too strong to lead us, and we make a wrong decision. Even though the Holy Spirit tries to say no, 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 we still go for it because the flesh is too strong. And then what happened? We face a big problem, and you have to resolve the problem and spend money, spend time, and get into the big, big chaos because we are not following the excellence of God. Amen. Let's follow the Holy Spirit together. And I believe that if we live like that, we're gonna end up in an excellent place, excellent relationship, excellent ministry, excellent marriage, excellent home, excellent church, excellent spiritual walk. If we follow the voice of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Seek His counsel. Everyone say His counsel is wonderful. His guidance is excellent. Amen. How many people want to be filled with the Holy Spirit? How many people say, "From now on, I humble myself to be led by the Spirit of God"? Amen. I know that many of you are smart people. You have high education. Some of you may be master degree. Some of you may be PhD. Some of you may be the CEO of a company. You may be very smart people, but the Holy Spirit is wiser than you. Learn how to be hooked up to the Holy Spirit. Learn how to be led by the Holy Spirit. Amen. If it's so important to associate with people who love the Holy Spirit, because our faith can be quenched, can be destroyed by negative comment about the Spirit of God. If you hang around with Christian who don't like the move of the Holy Spirit, and you listen for a while, you begin to have doubt. And it will destroy your life. I want to encourage you to hang out with Christians who love the Holy Spirit, Amen. who yield to the Holy Spirit. Amen. It will save you from many heartaches, many problems. He is the best person that you should hang out with. He's the best person to lead you into the excellence of your life, living a life of excellence. Amen. As I mentioned so many times, I rather spend time lay hand on people. Get people hook up to the Holy Spirit than to see you guys have cancer, taking medicine, taking chemotherapy, go to court because making a wrong choice, having a broken marriage, having problem with kids, the kids run away. I rather spend time lay hand, get you touched by the Holy Spirit, set you free from curses and bondage and demonic activities that try to attack you, than to see you go to the hospital and have. A big operation, than to see you have broken home and broken marriage, and to see you sick and poor and weak and living in sin. I rather see you strong and be filled with the Holy Spirit, connected to the Holy Spirit. He is the person that gonna be with you, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. I'm not with you all the time. If I'm with you all the time, Pastor Dow would not be happy. <laughs> Amen. He can be with you. And the measure of the infilling of the Holy Spirit is different. The more, the better. The more you're sensitive to the Holy Spirit, the better. 
So you come to church on Sunday to learn how to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit here in this room, where there is no one criticize you, no one have a camera and tape, and then send to the Como News. This is the house of God. Amen. And then when you walk out of this room, you can be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. You can be guided by the Holy Spirit. I want to encourage all the people in this room: love the Holy Spirit, be touched, be filled by the Holy Spirit. Amen. Humble yourself. God give grace to the humble. Let Him touch you. Let Him minister to you. Amen. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for teaching us about faith, about virtue or excellence. Lord, we want to be fruitful for you. We want to add to our faith virtue or excellence. Oh Lord, help all of us to be sensitive to the leading of the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of excellence. Help us not to walk by the flesh, not to listen to Satan, not to walk by sight or by feelings. Help us to walk by faith, like Abel. That we can present to you the excellent life, and we can be more fruitful. We will not be barren. We will not stumble. We will not fall. We will not be unfruitful. Oh Lord, train your people in this house. Train people who listen to this teaching around the world to be spiritual, to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of Excellence. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name, we pray. Amen. Is there anyone in this room who don't know Jesus Christ, who are not sure that you are going to heaven, or you're not sure that you have salvation and relationship with God? Salvation does not come by physical birth. That your parents are Christian and you are Christian automatically. Salvation comes when you make your own decision to repent of your sin. And to have Jesus as your Lord and your Savior, and you begin to have a personal relationship with God. Going to church doesn't save you. Joining the choir of the church doesn't save you. Salvation comes through faith by His grace. If you're not sure that you are saved, you have relationship with God. I want to encourage you to do so today. How many people want to be sure that you are a child of God? You are saved. Raise your hand up. You want to go to heaven? Raise your hand up. Thank you, Jesus. You want to be saved? How many people want to be saved? Amen. Amen. If you never invite Jesus into your heart as a personal Lord and Savior, I want to lead you to pray today. Why don't you close your eyes and follow my prayer? Talk to the Lord together. Father in heaven. I admit, Lord, that I have sinned against you. I repent of my sin today. From now on, I want to follow you, Lord Jesus. Forgive me. I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth that you are my Lord and Savior, Lord. Come into my life right now. Lead me, guide me by your Holy Spirit. Fill me with the Holy Spirit today. Touch me, Lord. Give me a new heart, a new spirit. From now on, 
I will follow you. I will be fruitful. I will add to my faith, excellence, goodness, love, kindness, perseverance. Thank you, Lord. You are my God, my, and my name is recorded in the book of life of the Lamb. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. When you come to be prayed for, I want to encourage you that forget about other things, forget about other people. God touched the hungry heart. If you're hungry, you say, "I want to change." I don't want the old life anymore. I want to move on to the next level. He's gonna touch you. Come with a hungry heart and don't worry what happened to you. You know, sometimes when God touch you, your physical body will respond to the touch of God. You may cry, you may laugh, you may lose strength, you may feel something. If you are new believers or you never been filled with the Holy Spirit speaking in tongues, when I lay hand on you, have faith. And let the Holy Spirit fill you up. Open your mouth and speak in other tongues. God will speak with you. You have to speak, but He gives you the language. Fill with the Holy Spirit, speak in tongues, and that is good for you. Amen. If you never speak in tongue before today, I like to encourage you. When I lay hand, just receive and open your mouth and speak. God will give you the language. Amen. If you don't want to be prayed for, I understand. I'm not forcing anybody. It's your own choice. Even God cannot force you. I'm not going to force you either. It's your own choice. God is a God of freedom. He never forces anybody. It's your own choice whether you want to be prayed for or not. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. How many people are hungry? How many people say I honor the presence of God? How many people say I honor the glory? The glory of the Lord is here. Thank you, Lord. Touch me, Lord. Change me. I'm not satisfied with where I am. I want to move on to the next level, from glory to glory, by the Spirit of God. Today, I unveil my spirit and behold Jesus. May Jesus come by the Spirit to visit the people in this room. Oh Lord, their life will never be the same by the fire of God. Thank you, Jesus. In your name, we pray, Jesus. Amen. Amen. We trust that this message is ministered to you. If you would like more information about New Hope International Church or other teaching CDs, please contact us at two zero six. You may also visit our website online at www.newhopeinternationalchurch.com. To them all gathered in your name, I live to you.